Raisin Man Arena. I'm posted. I'm, I'm taking too long. That's okay. There's no rush. We're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. Oh, I like your background, Sam. Oh, I, very fitting. I'm in. I've broken into the chamber. I think that's great. I, I went to the Bahamas. <laughs> Dude, you should get you should get the picture that's of Nancy Pelosi's office with the computer in the background or in, the, in the foreground. Do you know the one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked for Nancy Pelosi office empty, but I couldn't find any right off the bat. Or like maybe maybe it's not Nancy's. It might be just congressional office. But even if you did that, Sam, it would already be a slam dunk. Middle of the week, middle of the day. Yeah, this is yeah. this is uh, this is stay home from school uh, time. Yeah, sound off if you're feeling sleepy. Is anybody sleepy? No. No, I had I had some coffee right before, so I'm feeling good. But I might I might come crashing down. Same. I had coffee with hot chocolate in it. You know, I woke up this morning. I always have that, and I was like, but now I'm 26. Do I still have that? And I, I had it, yeah. Well, that's right, because so. it was your birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Sarah. It was my Sarah. birthday yesterday. On the big day. Yeah. Oh, yes. So that was extra special. On the big day of the... Uh, well, because if, if you're in the future, you might not know what we mean by the big day. So do you want to... Yeah. Um, wait, are we... St- have we started? Yeah. We can wait, though. Okay. Why? No, Were you still yeah, looking for a funnier picture? I was... Uh... You know, just ch- checking for f- if I could do funnier images in my background, but I gotta tune into the listener now. You know, I'm I'm pulling up the site to see if anybody is uh, watching. I don't think we got anybody watching. Anybody? Forgive okay. me, guys. I'm yeah. all watching. Now. Wow, full zero. That feels good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you know we weren't going to stream this. This was just going to be us. So I think we, that's the way we should treat it. Yeah, you're right. Well, as if we're just doing our private episode. Yeah. yeah. Cool, well, you know, cool. it's, it's You know, it's hard because it's like one of those things that when you observe it, it changes. Mm-hmm. You know? Like like watching your yourself having sex in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. How does, how does that change it? It gets better. Yeah, it makes you hornier. <laughs> Damn. Um, well, right. how do you feel first yeah. day of being 26, Sarah? Uh, it feels really, really good. And that we have listeners now. Nice. The Luke man. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, I feel sick. I woke up uh, at like 10 and then I was awake for uh, maybe an hour and then I went back to sleep for like three hours and then I... um anxiously researched rider rips for and asked you guys for a 15 minute extension <laughs> because i knew i was supposed to look all that shit up uh so i can act like i know about that can, can we uh, do can we do 3 p.m instead you just keep pushing back the times yeah. when we're gonna record yeah. <laughs> yeah i was trying to learn something so i'm excited to talk about that um did you guys read the latest about the rider rips thing or what, what do you want to start with i don't know well a, a part of me feels like because on Tuesday, we knew we were going to do this episode, and and the and then the CIA rebrand happened, and we thought, perfect, now we can fill an hour and a half talking about that. <laughs> but then, 
the insurrection happened and now we're living in year zero so that seems the the then i thought we have to talk about that but then ariel pink is um all right so and they have different levels of importance but you know you what what's the best thing to start with they all i know you know if you listen to the pod you know we're huge ariel pink fans Wait, Another you, jo- you joke, but I am. I am. I am too. Okay. I love their music. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That shit's good. Yeah, it really sucks. Um, but I remember uh, the last time I put Ariel Pink on, I can't. I was in somebody's car or something, and they were like, "Ariel Pink's alt right. Uh, you shouldn't listen to that." And I just Googled Ariel Pink alt right, and nothing came up. And I was like, "Well, I did my due diligence, yeah. and looks like we can still listen to it." But now today, you're breaking the news to me that uh, that is the case. Ariel Pink's been so, all right for a minute. For yeah, a minute. what's the deal? You know, I don't know. What What is the Ariel deal? Ariel Pink is all right with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where JK. I fall on, like, not listening, though. It's like, I've known Ariel Pink was all right, all right, and I've listened to them. Yeah. I. You know how Ariel Pink is friends with John Mouse? Uh, sure i don't even know who that guy is but people keep bringing him up next to ariel yeah people keep bringing him up next to ariel pink they're they're friends and they used to make music together and um i saw on twitter today people were demanding john mouse to make a clear statement against the storming of the white house i think which just seemed like super random to go to this um musician who there's just no particular reason to ask john mouse to make a statement um but we'll see what he says we'll stay tuned on that and we yeah raisin man is waiting to make our statement yeah we're gonna wait till all the statements are out i want to see i want to see where the chips fall first exactly i'm biding my time exactly you don't want to be first you don't want to be last you You don't want to stay right in the middle of the pack you don't want to be on the wrong side of whatever's about to happen you know you want Mm -hmm. the record to be clear whoever you know you know yeah yeah hmm but I'm looking it up and people are saying John Mouse is also a bad guy. Oh, that's a Damn. shame. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, it's strange that Ariel Pink, you know, makes good music, but but is a alt-right guy. It's like a, it's like he's like a peacock, you know? Like Why? um beautiful be- how could well, I guess reverse peacock, you know? You ask yourself, how could the beautiful song come from the lips of such an ugly looking bird but you know <laughs> the peacock's really beautiful though right but it's but its voice is really ugly oh okay and, and who's the peacock you know i think so i think ariel pink is the peacock oh. but is a reverse the, peacock ariel's voice <laughs> so, ariel vo- ariel pink's voice is like the colors of the peacock exactly exactly mm-hmm. And Ariel Pink's beliefs are like the voice of the peacock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like any good metaphor, this requires no explanation in order to understand. <laughs> no, I want to keep digging into this. I want to figure out exactly what you were trying to say. Because <laughs> in it lies the secret to our, you know, our yeah. thoughts and statements. And to whether or not we're allowed to keep listening to Ariel Pink. <laughs> hmm Damn. I will say this about the the storming of the capital it looked really fun to do yeah regardless of what your politics are regardless of whether you know you want it condemned or not 
just go like going being able to go into the houses of congress and sit in the seats of the people you see on television totally would be so much fun you know and you're yeah. wearing a little costume well i've yeah i've been thinking about it that they should like sell it as a package for tour groups that you can do a fake storming and you get your middle schoolers you give them all paintball guns you say you can break these windows over here they break through the windows and then there's like maybe like you can scale this wall yeah, yeah. you can scale this wall and there's <laughs> but it has like uh, yeah. ropes on Little it so it's easy grips. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's like actors that are like congressional uh you know congressional aides and congress people yeah. and you can shoot them with paintball guns yeah it did seem fun and that the building is so like overwrought and fancy and all those protesters just look like shit um yeah so they just yeah that was that was cool too for them um laura's in the chat and says ariel pink crashed a house party i went to in la once and grossed everyone out hmm. curious curious what that curious. means curious what Ariel. Laura, welcome to the chat long time listener first time twitch chat well, guest. now that we're doing, we're, like yeah. you were saying, Sarah, now that we're doing in the middle of the day, a lot of a lot of people can make it who usually can't. Yes. And that's why we did it, to make it more accessible to everybody's work schedule. I do have a question for Laura, because I just got a letterboxed, and now we follow each other. And every day, I get easily, like, 30 notifications about your activity laura and i don't understand <laughs> if that means that you have watched all those movies or if i'm like is laura watching like 30 movies a day or are those notifications about something else like you're just putting movies in a list you want to see and i'm because i'd believe it because you put out a review like every day what's going on i'll give her time oh, to answer yeah <laughs> in the meantime <laughs> we can keep uh, talking about what the thing that happened yeah oh, the thing that happened adding them to watch um, list yeah, I feel sort of stupid. I Yesterday was my birthday, and I wasn't on Twitter all day. I was kind of walking around outside. Um, but people were texting me all day long to be like, wow, it's so crazy this shit's happening on your birthday. And I was like, ah, it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy that this would happen. It's not that crazy that it's my birthday. So it's not that. <laughs> it's just not that crazy. Um, and then today, really this morning in the hour that I was awake earlier, I like actually got on Twitter and looked at what happened and was like, oh, fuck, that actually was it really, really weird. Oh, really? Because I, I was like, I'm surprised yeah. that Sarah's so unfazed. Yeah. So, but night. it's because you just weren't even watching what it was. No, to me, it, it was just like I saw just the most cursory images of it, and I was like, just another fucking like uh, society, the spectacle, like stunt totally. in Trump America. Like, well, well, how can I be shocked that this would happen? Like, of course, and and of course, the cops aren't going to stop these protesters. They're the same people, and yeah, it just is what it is. But then when I looked at it, I was like, oh, this is like really like a. a Oh, I don't no words for it. Like totally, totally fucked and insane and, and crazy. And I, I felt the opposite where while I while watching I thought, okay, this is a little intense. But then now in retrospect, I'm like, oh, this is society of the spectacle, Trump's America. Like hmm. they just hmm. went in for like a little while, took some pictures, and then they left. I saw a video where they were where Trump people were streaming out of the Capitol building towards the end, sort of like parties over. And the guy comes out, he's like, I was in there, ain't nothing happening there. <laughs> and everyone's coming out going woo and it's wow. like what do you mean ain't nothing happened you wow. took you took the the billing of government like that's that's wow. on you for not knowing what to do next you should have started wow. you should have called a new government but you're an idiot and and you didn't you saw it was empty and you were like it's 
you know. Wow, that's like coming down Fraternity Row at Penn and you went into like one of the uncool fraternity houses for their party and like there weren't that many people and you're just coming out the front door like don't even Yeah, don't exactly. Don't yeah. go, don't go. Yeah, There's nothing you. in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will I did not s- see this video but Will related to me that he watched one video where he saw the like protesters like pulling pushing down a gate so they could like get into the the building and they're like pushing the date gate down and it goes on the f- on the f- on the ground and they're standing on the gate and you can will says you can hear someone like off camera be like you should crip walk on it that's <laughs> 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 like oh these are just nerds these are just like nerds who like people who just want to be on that's like awesome. social that media rocks. and tv and that have rocks. their like moment you know it, it was that's awesome. i think it's awful that people died and i think it's it's it i wish those people like hadn't been shot mm. and um mm. and the, well, that's interesting to say i don't know what exactly is meant by like these people are just nerds or because like it's something some of these me, some of these guys scary. are pretty cool actually yeah. <laughs> some of these guys are like jocks and stuff like that yeah i i don't know oh. I, I guess it just um feels i i ha- honestly i've only i i'm not even really sure what to say to say about what happened it feels like kind of hard for me to process but then to just be like oh well they're just like these weird people who are sort of tasteless and acultural and and uncool um i don't know I guess what what I mean by that is these people are like out for a media stunt rather than in like taking over government or in like um f- like functionally like stopping anything from happening mm. at a big so, level. So really they are more like pawns in the fact that like Donald Trump wanted people to come and do this and he is able to keep the security forces from really like stopping them um and so he, they, he put out the call for people to show up and the people that answered it are sort of uh like effectless nerds people that came well, and not actually a real threat i don't know i don't know who they are or aren't but the truth but they're not or they're not organized they're not part of like a, a political organization like they took the house of government and they didn't do it you know it's it's like in a coup people go in and then they go this is the new government like we yeah. are establishing a new government and sure and those people don't have like a political organization or the capacity to you know it's like they're not and neither neither does trump really um so so in that sense it's like whether or not they're cool guys or able to do violence like they can hurt people but i don't think that they really like pose a threat to the way Mm. things are yeah that's what i mean by nerds it's like they wanted i think they wanted like media attention Mm. yeah i think they do they do pose a threat i think it's still an attack on democracy and it's like an anti yeah anti-democratic act so even if it's not like a real coup where they expect it to sort of like pick up the pens and pencils and start writing the laws and passing them it's still meaningful and that a media spectacle sort of actually is the way things all operate now everything is so illusory uh to do something in the media and be depicted is like that's it uh, that's what everybody sees and that's like where life i feel like life happens so yeah i i, I hear that sarah and i also think like um i think that one I guess what I'm reacting to is I think one one should be careful about overreaction to these to these kinds of events. I think that like um, people just in the same way that like 
um burning like a police building in um in a city is like i think an important like um an important signifier but it's like i don't think that it means like we like that this is uh, 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 it depicts like a watershed moment in american history or something unheard of or something that like really dramatically like changes the political like balance of power or or like the shifts where power and influence comes from and i think that people were reacting online that like it was and i think that 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 reaction sort of like ahistorical and ignores like a lot of other like protest movements and a lot of other moments when people have like you know stormed the capital or marched on the capital and, and um yeah and and so i guess i what i'm saying is like i don't think it had i think it's big but i don't think it deserves the like uh the the sense of it like ire and anxiety that um a lot of people gave it mm. well that's fair enough Let's go to the chat. Uh, they're talking uh, talking about the Letterboxd. If you get notifications on Letterboxd, the reviews and watch list should not come up as notifications. They come up on the feed, but you don't get a push notification. So that's settled. Okay, great. Well, this is good to know because we're building a community on Letterboxd that's not about being a comedian. It's just about reviewing movies, and anyone who listens can join the community by just following us. If you try to do an ironic review, I'm going to unfollow you. You're out. Yeah. And we don't do second chances. Yeah. You can do, and, you can have jokes in your review, but you have to say your ideas. Mm-hmm. And you have to say what you thought and it has to be useful to others deciding whether or not to watch the movie. So, and then, and there's no, we decide what, yeah. if it's useful or not. Yeah. You know, we, so. we uh, unilaterally <laughs> decide. <laughs> so welcome to our community. There's also the other thing that's kind of funny is this back and forth about like, whether or not people should be cheering on the cops to like hurt the protesters or make comparisons to how they i, I think actually i think a less uh, an, a more innocuous or useful one is to be like oh they were worse with black lives matter protesters etc but then whether or not you say like oh but i hope that they Get like em. fuck up yeah. the whatever and <laughs> totally. then yeah. and then whether or yeah. not is and whether or not you like that twitter uh suspended trump's um twitter account uh, Emrata came out saying it's not good that they suspended his Twitter account. And Emrata is, you know, she's been a North Star for Raisin Man Arena for quite a while now. So, you know, where do we fall in these things? It seems the the community mm. split down the middle. What's her argument? She's just like, oh, big tech has so much power, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Hmm. It's funny, a bunch of people also resigned, like, from Trump's appointees and people working in the government uh, in response to this and said that they'd hoped it would be, like, a wake-up call to America that they were resigning. Yeah. And it's just insane to me to think they would do that two weeks yeah, totally. before it's the like end of his presidency. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. Yeah, and so for Twitter, yeah, to ban his account, like, right at the end so they can just, like, mark that for history. Totally, yeah. yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. That's the thing. It's, like... If it is dangerous, if it is like setting a bad precedent, it's also doing it for like the worst optical, to the worst optical effect. Yeah. yeah. And I think you, you like, 
if you're going to like condemn police violence, like I think one should condemn police violence like across the board, like no matter who of it's course. happening to. Yeah, I think people are just being glib about willing the police violence against these people because um, they know that that doesn't really line up with the full ethical stance but i did definitely feel i think this is part of why yesterday i felt sort of checked out from what was going on was like it was so stressful to me over the summer to worry about black lives matter protesters being brutalized by the police that to think that like okay well now there's a protest going on there doesn't need to be any counter protesters like showing up to fight them it's just those protesters who i don't give a fuck about versus the police who i don't give a fuck about this is great like, I, I don't care about this. I also don't even care about, you know, the politicians, basically. Uh, almost anybody in Congress, you know, doesn't really feel like they represent me or matter to me. So just like everybody, there was no reason for me to have to feel really concerned or worried about what might happen to them. Um, but with, that's obviously just sort of like a naive way to think about it. And then when I was seeing people post on social media today about just like the bitterness of thinking of all the people who were arrested and who are still in prison and, and suffering from protesting in the summer and that like all of those people were just like free to do whatever they wanted yesterday as I was like oh so people that I care about were also still suffering yesterday as this was happening mm. so that made me feel pretty sad yeah it would have been fucked up to be in congress people are coming in it would have been scary I bet it would have been pretty scared yeah I would have gone under the table I would have put on that big plastic mask yeah. that they all put on the plastic yeah. hat what was that for? Just to keep them from getting coronavirus? They all have the vaccine. Uh, no, I think that it's in case of a chemical attack. Or I think the cops oh, wanted. Wow. Or I think the cops wanted to throw tear gas into the chamber to disperse the people, and they were like, "You guys gotta, wow. yeah, gotta put these big Ziploc oh bags on God. your head." <laughs> That's insane. I would Damn. think, you know, if you're a cop and you're just an earnest officer defending the Capitol building, tomorrow, yesterday was your big day. Finally, the showdown, and the people are storming and like. Totally. Guns out. Like, let's go. But they didn't do it. They just, yeah. No. They lost their own chance. No. Yeah. They let Olympus fall. They saw that Buffalo guy and they were like, this is my, <laughs> this is my Achilles heel. Yeah. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. I can do to stop this, this guy. This guy's too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to find out what happens like when he boss. goes berserker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like a tank. He take, he can, he has like a big health bar so he can take a lot of, he can take a lot of damage. Yeah. Alex says a bunch of Facebook employees were saying that Mark Zuckerberg was brave for taking down Trump's Facebook account. I thought that was funny too. I was like, Trump had a Facebook? That's so funny. He wakes up every morning, gets a little notification yeah. on whose birthday it is of his friends and he posts on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. <laughs> He's like making all of the events. Yeah. Making events for the different rallies, put making posters that fit like a banner size. Putting little jokes for what his employment is. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump, president at White House. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, well, he's not there anymore. He's not there anymore. Oh, he left White House? Uh, no, uh, Facebook. I th Oh, he's not there. I don't know yeah. if he's at the White He might be. I think he's probably still getting packed up. He's got a lot of stuff in there. I know. Like, Packing wow, is yeah. the worst. I feel like I would just put it off because, like, oh, I don't want to do it. And it's like, you want to pack up, but you're like, I'm going to need those shirts later. So, but mm -hmm. if I don't pack the shirts, I'm not going to pack the suit jackets. It's like, yes. And I got to put my pajamas, my toothbrush on the top because I'm going to be really tired when I get where I'm Right, going. right. Yeah. And then you're just like, ah, oh, I'll just leave it. I can do it like in a couple hours. It's just, it's a nightmare. Mm -hmm. No one likes it. He's got to check on Baron, make sure Baron got packed. And it's just a lot. Yeah. yeah. And he has to clean too so he gets his security deposit back. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That's so he's pretty busy. 
Do you think he's going to live? Wasn't there a discussion about like whether he's going to live in Mar-a-Lago or New York when he be not is not the president anymore? He's not. Yeah, he's now a resident of the state of Florida and doesn't want to live here in New York with us anymore. I mean, oh, I'm which, sorry, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hate when some people move away. I hate when stuff changes. Yeah, that's true. You can never go back. You can never go back. Life is so fast. Honestly, though, now that there's not any open mics because of coronavirus, like, why not just be somewhere warm? So I understand totally. it. <laughs> if I had the totally. option, I would go to Mar a Lago, too. It's like there's no shows or anything. So can't go to bars. Just good to get some writing done. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Get some writing done. <laughs> Ooh, when Trump comes out with his book, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> okay, so next, what uh, we uh, we tore through Ariel Pink. We said the last word on what there was to say about Ariel Pink. We we analyzed the storming to sh- of the Capitol building to shreds. There's nothing left can be said. Um, we were we are the our account is the representative account for future generations to understand how people saw it. Next, writer rips. He redesigned. He did a rebrand of the CIA. Thoughts go in. Maybe we should describe who he is, Sarah. If you learned a lot about him. Yeah, I really studied up on who's Ryder Rips. Um, the first time I'd heard of him was he did this gallery show that was uh, oil paintings of distorted versions of the Instagram pictures of this like fitness influencer, Adrian Ho, I think is her name, and the show was just called Ho. And people really didn't like it because he just took a bunch of pictures from her Instagram and she had like a really popular account and just like she's like a beautiful, like extremely in shape uh, guru, fitness guru, and distorted them and made her look really freaky. Damn. Um, and, and didn't ask her any permission and she wasn't associated with the show and it was all done without her. And so I think this is like a 2015 and all the coverage of it was just like exploitation of women, taking a woman artist's work and using it for your own benefit in your own gallery show, taking a woman's autonomy away from like the way she represents her own body. Um, all of this stuff that I was like, huh, I, I don't know. There's, there's something there, but there's also something to like, it's an Instagram influencer. who's just like paid by brands, um, to sell product on, yeah, to her following. And this person just made oil paintings. I, I guess actually this is sort of my reaction to it was like, there was, um, all this criticism of him because they were like, oh, it's just so fucked up for someone as powerful as Ryder Rips to like do this. And I was like, what power does someone like that really have? Who cares what happens in the fine art world? Almost no one. Right. Yeah. Or it doesn't matter. Yeah. So it just it seemed really strange to be, to be like, oh yeah, he's so powerful. And this is so like intense that he's doing this. And I was like, this woman is more famous than he is like to her several million followers, I'm sure. And like. I, I don't know. Just seemed like kind of a strange, intense thing to say. But that was kind of a first thing. And then he also did this thing at a um a hotel called Art Horror where he got like a one night residency at some hotel and they gave him like fifty bucks as a stipend and he used it to hire sex workers from Craigslist to come in and, and draw pictures um as his art performance piece. And people really didn't like the objectification of the sex workers and like him taking advantage of them for art. That one I Didn't- don't get. I feel like he's paying them, right? Yeah, but people said that it was just like an objectification of them. And he, the people came after him and was like, you didn't really let these people speak. You didn't really complicate a power dynamic here. Mm. It's not really an interesting art project. Like, what it, what does it mean? Art, artists are like sex workers. They do things for not a lot of money. 
It's true. Uh, even on Raisin Man Arena, it's like we're prostituting our, our views <laughs> yeah. for clout. I think Deep D did that program. What program? One night in a hotel. The one night in a hotel. And like Will was went with her. Wait, what? No, I don't think that's the same thing. Are you... I, bet it's a, I bet a lot of hotels do that. That's not the same thing at all, dude. I don't think. I think she got a residency at a hotel to do a project. But I don't think she was hired as a sex worker. <laughs> No, that's not what Sam's saying. Oh, oh, crazy! Fuck. What are you saying? <laughs> that she got the residency. Oh, the, the oh, residency. that same residency yes. at a hotel. Yeah. Oh, sure. I recall that. Yeah. And Will went as well because oh, he's yes. also uh-huh. famously a sex worker. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It just people said it, it wasn't interesting, and they compared it to um, another artist's work named like Sierra Santiago or something who had a work in a gallery where it was like um, holding up this is in Rhizome holding up his artworks were a bunch of like day laborer. migrants yeah. day laborer type workers who would just like hold the stuff up all day and they were supposed to like all face the wall and they were supposed to all be either Mexican or Central American and um People said that that work was actually a lot better because they laid out all these rules for how it had to work, but how it actually worked in the gallery was like the laborers talked all day long to the people who like came in and were like trying to get other people to like hold the stuff up for them. And it was just apparently like a more interesting exploration of like being complicit in the exploitation of labor and art and thinking about people suffering in the, your enjoyment of art being predicated on that. Yeah. And that this is just kind of like two dimensional and just like a sensational art project. Well, so that's, so he's, that's sort of earlier stuff or that's his sort that's, of origin story, origin story. That's for his, why people like hate him. People think he's like an exploiter of women and, a, um, just an uninteresting artist who like just does things for like internet clout that are not like exploratory or important. But then he's also gotten kind of hype because of, uh, he did this thing where he pretended that to make a website, he, he made it this website that he pretended was Kanye West's new website called who And he said, and it was advertised as being the Facebook of websites. And, um, the Washington post wrote it up and was like, Kanye West's new website, who dot biz. And like, it really became like a real thing. So he's like an internet prankster artist. Um, so he also has clout from that where people are like, Oh, that's sort of interesting. But now Felipe, you can say what happened. Well, so, so on, I guess to, uh, another bit of context on top of being a conceptual artist, he's a graphic designer. He runs a graphic design firm and they do like really high profile projects. Like they've done the Pornhub Awards, they've done shit for Pornhub. He's worked with Kanye West. I think he designed like all of the rollout of the Yeezus album, like very high profile graphic designer who does these sort of kind of conceptually uh, inflected uh, stunts or or uh, what do you call it? Um, installations as part of like um, projects for big brands. I think he's done something for Gucci or Chanel or something. Um, and then on Monday, cut to Monday, Ryder Rips has redesigned the CIA, rebranded the CIA, CIA, new logo, new website, yeah. who dis, uh, nice little <laughs> line designs. Really nice. Yeah. Very pretty. And he, well, to, what's up? I was going to say to, to, to complicate it. I think it's also not quite clear whether he did do it or not. What do you mean? Well, I mean, he he runs a design firm, so it's possible or likely that someone did it, that his design firm did it, not that he didn't do it himself, mm-hmm. but I guess... Well, I, I read this morning that 
he, he didn't really do it. Yeah, or his design <laughs> firm. I I think yeah. it's I think it's like what I what my understanding is he posted after he posted the CIA like brand, like logo on his Instagram and then later took it down and then put it back up again and because of that post people were like oh Ryder Rips did this and then he like when he got interviewed he was like uh he was like no I didn't do it maybe I did do it like it's not quite clear and then when they tried to interview the CIA the CIA was like this person hasn't done this wait I like, did not hear about that that's mm -hmm. insane so, wait because so yeah. that's his Wait, so his real art project is pretending that he pretending did that the he CIA did yeah. design. Yeah. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not know this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a feeling you didn't know it when you suggested that we talk about when it. When did you I find out about this? This morning. What the when I was heck? Looking at it. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I was like, oh, Felipe has no idea. Felipe got pranked. Wait, can we confirm it? <laughs> yeah, well, GQ I think it's article. kind of unconfirmable because he's like, yeah. maybe I did, maybe I didn't. And the CIA is like, no, he didn't. Oh but no, I'm so mad you, that I believed it. You, you can't trust. It. But yeah. but it's kind of brilliant because the CIA stuff is all about not knowing mm, what it is they deception do. and yeah. secrets. Yeah, but apparently, you know, they asked Ryder Rips, they were like, "Okay, CIA says you actually didn't do it." And he was like, "Oh fuck, then who did I design all that stuff for?" Oh no, you know, so like I it's just he, he right. I think he definitely oh, didn't do no. it. Oh um, no. And you got you got I'm so sad that I believed it. This is really making me sad. Oh. Uh. It's all right, man. We can start over again. <sighs> throw this one in the trash. This, this is worse <laughs> than democracy being uh destroyed yesterday. Yeah. Mm. This is the worst yeah. thing that could have happened. There's but, still something there. People got so mad about it and like t tore into him so hard. And he came back at people because we, we were DMing about this, that like he, his defense was saying that like, oh, we're all selling our data to the CIA. Like, who are who are we to come after him and say, don't work with the CIA? We're all working with the CIA every time we post on social media or something. And it was such a pathetic defense of what he did. Right. But now to think of him writing that and the fact that he didn't actually do it is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I got trolled. Yeah. Well, whether he did it or not, it, it it is also just funny that the CIA did in fact rebrand and redesign their mm -hmm. website to attract like diverse hires, which is yes. hilarious. Yes. So the, funny. Like, the headshots are really cute of everybody that works there. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It looks like it's like a startup for like a, a furniture company where every month we send you a new couch that then you can send yeah. back and get another one the next month or like <laughs> something. It's like very dynamic the way it like floats around our work, like what our interests, totally our mission statement. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah, I read but on not, one. Yeah, I read on one article. It was like they're like we did this. This was like a quote from the CIA, but they're like they're like. The CIA did this to address like our sh like its shocking lack of diversity. And then the writer was like, even though women lead all five CIA major branches, like there are, are really like it, it's all men like just beneath mm. the surface. And hmm. <laughs> it's just funny to imagine yeah. that. Well, Sarah, did when you went on the website, did what did it do to you? It made me feel like this is somewhere I would be. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. This is a place where yeah. my ideas would be welcomed. They're, they're going to make space for me and I'm going to be allowed to talk and people are going to yes and my ideas and I'm not going to just be, you know, sidestepped. So. Yeah. They have a breastfeeding so, room and a <laughs> yoga room. 
Yeah. It's, and it, oh yeah, a women's group that just meets and talks about you know tips for balancing, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah balancing. And working and, <laughs> and going the CIA. to the gym, yeah, yeah. It's interesting that women. There are so many women. There's so few women in the CIA because uh, we all know that like sexy ladies are the best spies. Yes. Mm. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. Siletto the heals and they seduce yeah. the enemy. And then they get them to say something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They get them to admit to uh, rush to meddling in the election. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Divorce rate is extremely high among spies because it's hard for them to keep track of what's real. Mm. Yeah. And their relationships. So, yeah. The Washington Post did a big story about that like five years ago or something. I thought it was interesting that uh, they like interviewed the ex-wife of a spy who was like, we would like be at the apple orchard like right before Halloween thinking we were having a beautiful like day as a family. And then I would find out later that like we were there because like uh, (laughs) it was an op. And my husband needed to observe the target. And like, I'll say, th- I'll like say that. this. Yeah. I'll say this. That doesn't sound like a bad op, you know? No. If, it's like we got to go to Disneyland for an op. Yeah. Not exactly. so bad. That's a nice work. As trip. far as jobs go, yeah. Take your whole family yeah. to the apple orchard. That would be kind of the upside of being a spy. I the thing that made me want to be a spy the most was James Bond movies. So yeah. they should just keep making those. Yeah, yeah, that's true. CIA should fund that. Yes. More of this. But make them more yes. diverse. Right. And people have you been have, talking about that for a while. It's and having James a lady, Bo- James Bond. It's James Bond, but it's Issa Rae. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And awkward girl, ja- awkward black girl, James Bond. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, it, and she's in Atlanta and she runs, you know, her own independent recording studio where she discovers and uplifts like new artists. Yeah. And has boyfriend problems. Mm-hmm. And that's the movie. You know? Yeah. That's cool. Whenever I see a movie like that, like Barry, I always wish it was just like the part about Bill Hader trying to become an actor. And then all the stuff that's about like shooting guns and actually being a spy. I'm like, why do we have to do that part? Just do the part <laughs> where it's a normal guy. <laughs> I feel like that. That's the part I like. Yeah. Then you'd lose the juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But it would be, it could be pleasant and you wouldn't have to get too stressed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Do you get stressed it. watching Barry? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the stakes are too high. Um, yeah. What if he has to kill a lot of people in it? I was, that, that's how, what, what surprised me when I watched the mm. show. Like it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what you're objecting to, Sarah, about the violence. It is, there is also a ton of it. Like yes. it happens a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. People are really tied up in the garage. Stuff like that, I'm like, oh, that sucks. That sucks. It doesn't have to be like this. Well, I got pretty stressed watching Austin Powers. Oh, yeah? Yeah, similar. Just a reminder of the, like, kind of vast reach of of the, you know, American and British intelligence (laughs) service. You, you would rather flip it. You would rather just have it be like an ugly guy who, get, who, who gets. Women yes, exactly. And, I don't like all not. the thing about him shooting mini me and uh, <laughs> and a guy getting yeah. flattened by um by one of those uh, steamroller. Steamroller. Yeah. All that yeah. stuff stressed me out. It's way too much. The sharks. Yeah. Yeah. The sharks with the lasers on their head. Yeah. <laughs> lasers. Yeah. Don't want. But don't what Austin it. Powers did for the CIA was incredible. You know, they were able to attract tons of, yes. you know, c- 
wannabe comedians who who wrote for you know the Harvard Lampoon you know who who wrote for who would otherwise go to the onion they, they were able to attract to the cia <laughs> we forgot i didn't announce at the beginning that julian assange the extradition got denied so everybody listened to the last episode if you didn't see in the news he didn't get he's not he's not going to the supermax not and today. all and all because of us talking about him and all because we got the word out yeah and, <laughs> yeah and you guys got the word out and yeah do it because they knew we were we didn't like the idea so that's awesome yeah, that rocks. We're we're making change. Who said that that raisin manarina couldn't make change in the world? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no one. Yeah, no There's one no said one. it. If only we'd yeah. started this earlier. <laughs> we could have got Bernie elected. Yeah, we could have stopped COVID. Yeah. yeah, that's a shame. How are you guys feeling? How are you feeling, Sam? I haven't checked in with you since uh, the morning. I feel good. I feel good. Yeah, I was thinking about our our. Sarah, our, our convo about um, the the capital st- storming of the capital, and I thought, okay, what what do we do when we like disagree about stuff? Like, how is that handled on the podcast? You know, or do we have like a format mm-hmm. for that um, that looks good and doesn't that doesn't look or feel like fighting or something like that? You know, so yeah, yeah. I guess I was thinking about we were having that conversation. I was like, oh, I. I didn't feel like we were in a fight about um, necessarily the content of how we feel about what happened yesterday, but maybe in the like way we wanted to talk about it on the podcast, where I just kind of came with this energy where I was like, oh, it's just not really that funny to me this morning. I don't feel like it's that funny. So then I didn't really know what to do because I was like, okay, then I can keep talking seriously about it, but do you guys really want to talk that seriously about it or is that boring? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I thought. Yeah. So then it's like it was like a tonal disagreement or something. I was like, so th- then do I have make the argument on the idea level or like tonally disagree? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You should have done it at the tone level. I should have gone tone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to have a dark sour episode. <laughs> I should have um, acted like that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Felipe, how do you feel? Um. Pretty, pretty fine. I think uh, a little sleepy, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I feel like I've been kind of chill, chilled today and yesterday, amongst a sea of not feeling chill. I've been feeling pretty mm-hmm. unchill recently, but then today and yesterday, more or less smooth sailing. Felipe bought those lilies. I yeah, bought myself yeah. the damn lilies, and I uh, <laughs> practiced gratitude until I thought, believed it. Faked it. I faked mm. gratitude. Mm. I feel like nothing. I've tried sort of faking till you make it, but it's hard because you're just like I'm. I'm faking. Like nothing makes you feel more separated from feeling good than being like I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for my life, and you're like. Yeah, I'm a freak. Yeah. Why am I saying this Dude, over and over? Totally, <laughs> like, totally, clearly, totally. something's wrong. <laughs> totally. It's so funny you say that. I always think that about you know the thing when you're having anxiety attack. You're supposed to do um, take note of five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can smell, or like something like that uh, to like ground yourself and stop the anxiety from happening. And as soon as I start thinking to myself, like. I see a man sitting over yeah. there wearing a red jacket. I'm like, yeah. you're insane. You're insane. Yeah. Like only a crazy person would have to talk to themselves like yeah. this. Like, yeah. And it just makes it so much worse to me. 
Yeah, on the other hand, though, it's like you also are crazy when your internal thoughts are, oh, fuck myself. I want to die. That's true. I'm so that's true. That's not I good either. Everything about that's my life. That's not good either. You know, like that's that's equally like out yeah. of balance and un, uh, not in touch with what's actually happening. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Sam and I have been watching The Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, cool. How is it? It's so much fun to to watch a bad TV show that costs like sixteen million dollars to make per episode. It's so wild. Mm. Like none of really it doesn't insane. look campy. It looks like movies. Like the effects are really high quality for every episode. But the script's not good. It's dog shit. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's so bad. And they like they have to. <laughs> Because it's this like fantasy world, like they, there's all these like proper nouns for stuff. Yeah, it's uh, so and it, funny, and it sounds so made up. And then, and then also, none of the people have like coherent like accents. Like the accents will be from all over the place, and so you'll sound, you'll hear people like who sound like me. You know, like they sound like a guy you 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 know from Connecticut who you know you know or something like that, and they're like. Jorby, two two glasses of gabagooey, you know, or you know, like yeah, it sucks. A, I, it sucks. I, I was a soldier in the Great Quickening, and after the the pus purge, it wasn't uh, we couldn't we couldn't hang around Zlagmok anymore. Wow, why would they not take the opportunity to act really hard and like do a voice and do a funny walk? Well, when like, they do a just... voice, it sounds not good. Like the voices <laughs> sound like a like. This isn't me paraphrasing. This is like literally what they sound. They're like, hey, traveler, what are you doing? Like they sound just like a guy straining his voice to do a voice. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And Will and Will pointed this out too. But like in Tolkien, the made up languages have like a grammatical structure and they like abide by like the rules of a, of this guy's made up language. You know, they, they function like other language, real languages do. But in Star Wars, like it's just made up like it's the first george lucas and whoever is like writing these like it's just the first funny sound that you think of they're like all right that's the name of that play yeah you know <laughs> it's just a yeah. writer going like da pa king that's it wow that's cool art doesn't have to be hard you <laughs> know just... it's totally. true Totally. Make it. Yeah. Although it looks crazy laborious. Like every episode is a different a planet with a different ecosystem. Hmm. Yeah, and then he, every time that the Mandalorian goes to a new planet, he always like the the way you're introduced into that planet is he like walks into a bar in that planet. And it, and there's all these freaks at the bar and he like orders the freaky local drink or whatever yeah yeah and the waiter's like well what are you like what are you doing mandalorian yeah and he's and like, it's I'm like looking for this and one episode the waiter's like a dog person in another episode the waiter's like <laughs> an octopus person <laughs> so it's like yeah. a different that's so fun <sighs> wow i love that does the baby yoda talk or doesn't talk he makes it baby makes noises and it's mm. really cute it's really cute. I thought yeah. it was funny in the last episode. He goes to a planet that's like uh, Vietnam coded. Like it's these like this little village and it looks like rice paddies, but it's like a perfectly multicultural village of people. 
and they all sound like UCB, like people from UCB or something. It's like, our, like, our ancestors lived on this land. I'm not going anywhere. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What would you, how would you change it to make the show better? The plots need to be better? Well, I, I, I said this to, to, to Felipe and Will before, but like, I think there's there's nothing strange, like in the world of the Mandalorian, no one, nothing strange happens to the characters that they register as like a strange or crazy thing. So, And in your real life, strange things that you don't know how to react to happen all the time. Like yeah, my my day is filled with strange things that I like don't understand or don't know about or, or like don't have the answers to the questions to. But in the Mandalorian, like everybody is like is like, yep, that's a Gore-Tex over there. Like you're gonna have to have <laughs> five five clicks to the west and you'll you'll reach <laughs> Maba Pan. Well, you know, and the guy. <laughs> what's interesting about the Star Wars world is that. Oh, wait, sorry, were you gonna say something more? Well, I was gonna say is so so like all interactions and events are like smoothed over and like treated as as a normal thing so as a viewer i'm like oh there's nothing strange or surprising because none of the characters think anything is strange or surprising in this world so it, it makes it kind of like a a boring thing to, it's like watching boring improv where none of the none of the people are noticing what's strange about that's happening in the improv scene they're like mm -hmm. smoothing it over and ignoring it. I was just going to say that what's interesting about the Star Wars world is that it, it has these two contradictory things about it, which is on one hand, there's this technology that's like way more advanced than even ours, where like the whole galaxy can be connected really easily. Uh, you know, there's so that's on one hand. But on the other hand, it seems like untouched by globalization. Like you can still go to a country of like thatch huts where it's like one where it looks untouched and yeah every time he goes somewhere every planet seems to like recognize every single race of people like every planet is like a like a trading post so no one so even if he goes to like the most backwater like little village of huts where these uncontacted tribe they're never like whoa that's a robot guy like who is he they're they it's both like it's both like pre pre globalization. Everybody has their own cultures untouched. There's no Starbucks in Star Wars world. There's no McDonald's, and yeah, everybody's like, oh yeah, I've seen, I've seen the, I've seen every race of people in the galaxy has come through, and I'm not surprised by any of them. That's amazing. <laughs> I like that attitude. I think that's fun. It's like a Yorgos Lanthimos movie, how people all talk in the same monotone voice and say really fucked up stuff, but no one ever registers that anything weird is going on at all. I think that's cool. Maybe it would be more interesting if The Mandalorian was more like a Yorgos Lanthimos movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the, I want them to do that, like to hand over, like, you know, the, the Mar direction. Marvel or Star Wars universes, these things that make a lot of money, like hand them over to like interesting directors and people who would make something cool out of it. I think we've talked about this before, but yeah, it's a Graham Mason. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, or our friend Alex Bliss. <laughs> yeah, Alex Bliss could do it. <laughs> Give Star Wars to John Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. And get this, Sarah. The Mandalorian, he never takes his helmet off 
in any of the episodes, so you never see what he looks like. Wait, what? Because it's yeah. his religion. Wow. But there's a there is somebody under there. But he there won't take the helmet there, off. There must be. Wow. Yeah. That's his religion. Well, that's yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. But he's not. He never prays, does he? I don't think so. But I don't know what the what the basis of the religion is. Hmm. It seems it seems mostly helmet based so far. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. I'll check it out and I'll review it on my Letterboxd. Yeah, please. For everybody. Yeah. You know, Do you I- review television shows on Letterboxd? I'm not sure. But you're gonna you you're gonna bend gonna. bend the rules to your will. Sarah. Yeah, you should just find yeah. one of the other Star Wars movies and just say. I know this is episode one, but I'm going to review The Mandalorian. <laughs> That's a good idea. I've been rating all the movies on Letterboxd that I review extremely low because I've just been feeling like I keep watching stuff and I'm like, just a movie. It doesn't change my life. doesn't even change my day. Yeah. That's interesting. So just, I'm on the other yeah. end. I'm a high rater. Mm. It, takes, <laughs> it takes a lot for me to rate anything below like a three. That's fine. I give everything two stars. Really? So they did it. They made something, but you know the the possibilities are infinite here. So mm. I don't know. yeah, I yeah. Make, if you're if space. you're rating it out of out of any the what the the entire spectrum of what a movie could be, you know. Yes, yes, yeah. Then right, because then there's also ha- the idea get a lot of twos. You're gonna get a lot of twos that <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, I think you're supposed to be evaluating stuff based on its own goals. You know, like what does the movie aspire to be, and does it achieve that? But I do it based on whether or not it changes the way I view the universe in my life and my place yes. in it. Yeah, which it, it usually doesn't. <laughs> so it could be fun to just to sort of break the break the star rating system and just kind of give things random, like unrelated to how much you liked it. Give a shitty movie a five. Give a good movie a one. Just for, mm. just to kind of break the algorithm. Hell yeah. Give something a one, but then give it a really good review. Hmm. Could be interesting. Nah, Felipe, just that's some revolutionary be, thinking right there. Yeah. <laughs> could be interesting. <laughs> could be interesting. Could be a funny bit. Sarah, have you ever seen a 3D movie? Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. that, that will change the way you think about your place yeah. in the universe. Have you ever seen a 3D movie where you have to take the glasses on and off during the movie because there's like different parts? I have never no. seen that. I don't know if there's such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> some of it's wow. 2D, some of it's 3D. Yeah, I don't know. I thought maybe I had seen something like that, but if you guys haven't, then I probably haven't either. <laughs> Well, if you've seen a if you've seen a 4D movie like when you go to Universal Studios and you watch Shrek in 4D, and then when Donkey sneezes on you, they shoot mm. mist on your face. Gross. Yeah, five yeah. stars from me because it really changed my way of thinking about movies. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. Every time something like the character like eats a little bite of something, you get mist on your face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Characters start shooting guns and you get mist on your face. Yeah. Character opens a door, you get a little mist. mist. <laughs> 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 uh, donkey, we have to go into the volcano with the lava. A little mist on your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sam and I on uh, Friday are going to go to uh, what's the store? Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Yep, we're going to Halloween Town. They're closing the Manhattan ho- uh, costume store. We're just gonna. I'm excited. Excited to buy costumes mm-hmm. on the cheap. 
What do you mm-hmm. most want? Masks? I don't know. What do you want, Sam? What Policeman. are you looking for? Policeman. Policeman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I can take the law into my own hands. Yeah. No. I I would like something like a cool like a cool cool weapons or like a really like a full length uh like costume of some kind that's like fully put together so you can throw it on you know like a like a pirate or a princess or totally yeah just to wear out you know yeah in the summer cloak yeah a tunic (laughs) yeah i don't know what i want I'm just going to see what there is and how much money I'm willing to spend. You should get little blood capsules for breaking in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that, Sam? Cool. I like that. I like the sound of that. We should just make a bunch of, like, cell phone videos where we keep bleeding. (laughs) I want to get a bunch of those scars in the spirit gum. I love those. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, attached noses, fake prosthetic noses and scars across my face. Yeah, I need a bale of hay if they're selling that there to make a scarecrow with next year. Mm. If they sell that stuff. I mean, that's Halloween stuff to me. What about a scarecrow outfit? A scarecrow outfit? Like if there was a pre-made one. And then I got to be the scarecrow? Wait, what are you, who are you making the scarecrow outfit for (laughs) if not for yourself? Just not for me to be it, but just to have one. Yeah, that's what I need the hay for. To have the outfit? Um, no, I need the hay to build the scarecrow. You have to fill the the outfit with hay. You see what well, I mean? Yeah, but I'm a little <laughs> bit confused. Yeah, well, you know, just let me know if they have the hay there. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll explain it to you. We can yeah. check. I, um, I want to, uh, if I see like a Viking barmaid outfit, I'm going to get that for Will. Well, that yeah, I'm, like a, a milkmaid yeah like long like two blonde braids yes and then and then like a bunch of fake glasses of beer and then like a a a green dress that lifts up your cleavage well you know when will was in Edie's show and he played a woman at the end where he had the long blonde hair do you remember that Mm -hmm. yes i thought he looked pretty good really good really good i think it was one of the best costumes yeah transformative and he had a dunkin donuts um t-shirt on that's right man that show really makes me miss performing and stuff and going to shows one of the best shows i ever saw in new york yeah i miss seeing simple town shows those are really fun always i miss doing them yeah i miss doing them what was your favorite simple town sketch What is my favorite? Well, I feel like I used to know all of them because you would do them again and again all the yeah. time. <laughs> oh, I like the I like the one you do about the uh, the corporation that needs to do improv training workshops to figure out how to talk about the the oil spill. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that one. That's the one we do the most. Yep, because that's the funniest one. You think? I think it's the clearest one. Mm. and we know it like the back of our hands yeah yeah and i think i've said this before but i like the one you do about um a monster that doesn't relate to any social ills <laughs> stand for anything it's not a symbol for anything because you get to this part where you ask the audience to um name social ills and no one ever knows what to, that is i know people no people are always like floored by it they yeah. can never contribute yeah 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 it's like to something about that request doesn't register so yeah 
or you or they say something like police brutality and then and then i i'm usually the guy who plays the the speaker like i need to like turn police brutality into some sort of monster that that i have not decided not to make you know Mm -hmm. what are you measuring sam uh my penis good that's what i hoped you would say and what and what's it coming out to uh oh uh, it's it's too small i wish they had smaller metrics yeah other than centimeters yeah that happens but about a half of one of those half a centimeter i think so yeah yeah. let me get my magnifying glass yeah (laughs) i'm gonna get mine too yeah i'm gonna stay here (laughs) and i'll watch the podcast (laughs) yep half a centimeter (laughs) yeah let me look oh yeah that's right I feel a little like wary of when we finish doing this podcast. This is like as far forward as I had planned my entire life. I said it was, I had only planned on my birthday, but like, you know, the quarantine happened that changed everything. But then it was like, there's the holiday season and the holidays will be over. Then it'll be my birthday. And then the next day we'll record a Raisin Man episode. And then nothing, right? Nothing. <laughs> so yeah, now you're, out. you're, lo- you're looking out onto a void. Yes. The scripts run out. There's no yeah. more lines. There's nothing yeah. to say. So yeah, you're like I'm, when, I'm just... you're like when the Truman show reaches the end of the, mm-hmm. of the sky and hits the sky with a boat. And, yeah. The boat cuts through the, yeah, the wall. Yeah. So I'm just going to be sitting in my room and waiting for uh, something to a new quest, you know, to kind of present itself in a different, yeah, mm-hmm. a different <laughs> way forward to open up. That's that's sweet. Yeah, we could give you one. Yeah, if you have something. Do you want to come costume shopping with Felipe and I tomorrow? Could, could be, be fun. Be could be really fun. Could be yeah. fun. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, now I have something. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> what if? Yeah. What if you were standing around one day and the Grim Reaper appeared and the Grim Reaper said, "Look, pretty much nothing else is going to happen in your life." Like you just ran out of events and I can see into the future. So I know. So it's like, do you want to just call it now or do you want to just keep going? What would you say? I'd keep going. Keep going. Yeah, me too. I'd keep going. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, it's really, there's really nothing out, like nothing else. You're done. No more events. It's that's it. Mm. I've turned boring nights into really fun times. That's true. You can play games. You can play video games. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can think about something you've thought about many times before, but find you have a new insight. He says, no, there's not going to be any of that. No more new (laughs) insights. You've had all the insights. Okay, then then I I won't continue. (laughs) (laughs) If there's no new insights. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny because what you're describing is a lot like what what i fear at least about death which is that it's really boring you know so so it's it's hard to know what how to how to trade the two off because because what seems like shitty about death is that it's really really boring yeah there's nothing to do yeah you're right at least when you're alive you can kind of I didn't really think it through though, because I don't know. I don't know what it would mean for there not to be events in your life. I mean, something's got you know. If you're alive, something's got to happen. Yeah, you get hungry. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll I'll put it I'll put that you go on I'll Twitter. put that one back in the oven. <laughs> um man, it's nice to be with our listeners in the middle of the week and not just at the end and just kind of be hanging out with everybody. Thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Sarah, do you have any um do you have um like growth? goals for the raisin manorita podcast for 2021 <laughs> metrics you'd like to hit um, um of you know events you'd like to hold products you'd like release that yeah kind of totally thing. i'd like to try to start making one to five jokes every episode okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah instead of um just sort of saying whatever yeah just think of a joke and, and say that so that's one of my growth goals we're, lo- we're um, looking we're looking at a growth of uh one to five for q1 <laughs> quarter exactly. one's gonna see that growth exactly and if we can hit that we might be able to even lift it a little bit above that into q2 but i'm not yeah. gonna keep doubling and doubling and doubling because that's gonna just uh, that's unrealistic possible unsustainable and that's it's capitalism gonna, yeah in your head and pa- listening your and past a certain amount of possible. jokes it's like there's no way you're saying anything but jokes no no suddenly every detail becomes a joke the way i say hello welcome to the show is like goofy and that's just becomes just too much i can't (laughs) no way um that's a goal uh we got to get people listening to the pre-recorded episodes i mean not the pre-recorded the the episodes once they've been recorded i don't know how to do that i guess i could post about it so well we get you know like a like a consistent between 80 and 100 that's pretty sometimes less maybe 60 and 90 yeah i don't know what the best way is to get people to listen i think just make keep making a quality product <laughs> such as the yeah. one we've been making yes a thing they can't live without yeah <laughs> yeah i really want to create a really good experience for our intern this summer mm. yeah That's such a great idea yeah i really want it to be worth all the time they're putting into this Totally. Yeah, yeah. We haven't invested a ton in our internship program. And I think sometimes last summer there wasn't an intern, you know, and I'm worried that when we get an intern this summer, they're going to kind of flounder and they're going to feel like, oh, this wasn't worth it. I know I'm getting college credit, but, but I, I didn't wish learn I had... enough. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I didn't feel important. I want them to feel like a self-starter. It's like, look look around. What do you see that you think? Exactly. Yes, it's like, don't wait for us to tell you what to do. Find a task. Find a place to grow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was kind of what it was like being an intern in NPR. I was like, well, you know, figure out what do you want your internship to look like? And I was like, how would I fucking know? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What's the video? I don't yeah. even understand. How do they even get the show on the radio waves? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Does anyone yeah. know? We got to figure that out first. Yeah. Before I can figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah. You should no just be idea. like, can I be on air with Ira Glass? And then they say no. And then you say, well, you told me that you wanted me to figure it out. It seems like he needs a little assistant. Yeah. On the air, and that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. So, yeah. Wasn't it crazy? Uh, did you see that tweet where that woman was like, I was an intern at Spotify and I invented the concept oh, of, of music? Spotify top 10 list. Of sound? Yeah. <laughs> of songs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> of sound. They yeah. didn't, they said, we have this platform. We don't know what to put. And I said, songs. <laughs> no but she she invented the top 10 thing and i don't think she was like a paid intern wait what is the top i'm not on is it literally just like top 10 songs no, that people the spotify are listening wrapped the spotify, spotify wrapped thing oh. whatever yeah. yeah i guess i'm not describing it well so enough. she did a tweet storm where she was like 
what did what was was she like i should have been paid or was she like i'm glad that i contributed <laughs> she's like I don't, i'm not sure why i'm doing yeah. this <laughs> uh no i think she was just i don't think it was even a tweet storm or a thread she was just like i i invent like i created the thing and when i was an intern at spotify i think i can't remember whether she got paid or not but that was a good ass idea it was a great idea. It was which a pretty is why good idea. DM'd her and said, "There's a spot for you at the Raisin Man Arena." <laughs> you want to call? Yeah, you, you poached her yeah, to come to Greener Pastures. Kind of yeah. <laughs> kind of a headhunter, yeah. talent talent agent for Raisin yeah. Man. Felipe, Felipe yeah. does the tech stuff. I sort of do the the HR, the talent management. You know. That's right. Yeah, we do a we do a Raisin Man Arena wrapped at the end of the year. We choose yeah. which episodes you like the most. What what bits you liked the most? Mm-hmm. What conversations you liked the most? Felipe, do you have any uh, goals for Raisin Man twenty twenty one? Things we should, can promise our investors will will happen this year. Well, I want to do. I'm going to say what it is. I, th- I think we've been planning, and I just want to do it. But I'm going to say what it is. Is that okay? Yeah, say what it is. Uh, I want to. I want to do our our all Sunday all day Sunday show. Eight hours, nonstop. Just you're, we're on like a TV show. I want to do that. And then extreme, other, huh? It's ex, it's going to be an extreme episode. Yeah, yeah. action packed, and every Extremely minute there's going to be something. <laughs> <laughs> every minute, more we'll have a new boring thing yeah. to talk about. Yeah. More boring than any episode you've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I think it's the nature of of this thing that we do that I'm like the more. In some ways, the more unambitious we are about it, the better it will do. Or it's like, it should, Hmm, we should just... That's convenient. (laughs) Well, I mean, I would like for more people to listen to it, but I don't... Besides, like, advertising it more, which I don't know how how compelled I am to do it, it's like, I just want to keep doing it, keep building up up a set of episodes and figuring out how it's the most fun to do. But I don't know if I'm like, we need to get t-shirts... That'd be pretty cool. Maybe we should get t-shirts. Ah, scrap it. Let's get t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get t-shirts. And an office party. Yeah. Hmm. Taco Tuesdays. Taco, we do, uh, we should do an open mic on Fridays where all the Raisin Man members can show each other their, each other's skills. That would be really cool. We do a skill share. We do a school, an unschooling school. Yeah. We do chi- a child care exchange <laughs> for each other's kids. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And then business night classes. So you can learn how to, you know, learn about Excel, how to use Excel. You can mm. learn about the <laughs> ins and outs of investing 101, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Professional development. We'll pay exactly. if one of us takes a class. Mm-hmm. What I'm excited about for the eight hour episode is I feel like eight hours is such a long time. It's so much time to um, get into a good mood, then get into a bad mood, then switch back and be like, actually, I'm feeling better. And then be like, actually, this sucks. I hate this. Yeah. And just like keep going back and forth all day long. Yeah. So I look forward to that. A beautiful endurance test. Yeah. I personally have never sat in front of my computer for eight hours. So wait, are you serious? Will... Totally. Even during yeah, work? Like... I get up, I go around, so it will be probably hard for me physically to do this episode, you know? Well, we'll be on the couch, you know? 
We'll be together? We'll, we'll oh, be my there. goodness. Yeah. So we can't even oh. multitask? No, I, I assumed from the go that we'd be together. I'm not, I don't want to be on a Zoom for eight hours. I thought we'd be on the couch. <laughs> yeah, we could make dinner. We could make lunch. I want to be on the Zoom. Wait, you you're saying Zoom? you can't be eight hours from the computer. Now I'm so giving you an like, out. I can multitask and stuff, you know? No, I was uh, thinking that it was just be a hang, like a fun hang that we're together for. I cannot. If I, okay, so I definitely can't. I can't be on the computer for eight hours, but I definitely cannot hang for eight hours. No, but you what can get out. It's a show. It's not even a hang. It's a performance. Dude. Yes, exactly, dude. Are you serious? Or are you not? Why'd you move to New York, brother? If you didn't want to fucking do this. Exactly. Plus, I don't. So you're planning on doing the eight-hour show, but also be animating? <laughs> and be yeah, doing your work you know, checking my email. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're gonna have to discuss the format of this thing because yeah. I think we're we have different ideas of how it's gonna we take have different place. Different ideas. I, if I can go out, if I can go out and run around and stuff while we're recording and I, you know, talk like that, then, then fine, you know? I mean, if that's what you, I mean, I think, I personally think that being in front of my computer in a Zoom for eight <laughs> hours would not produce that's... the energy that I'm, that I would ideally like for. But you, you can watch a movie, you can, you can look at tweets and read you know i don't know i think i personally find that like passively streaming is actually more draining than just doing raisin man like when i've had my stream on while i work it's like more annoying i'm like i just wish the stream wasn't on i want to do the other thing but if we were just doing raisin man talking yeah. to you guys for eight hours. yeah well, sam if there's a time you can if you can find a sub for the the hour you need to take away then you can get a sub to come in and do yeah it, exactly an hour. i was yeah. saying like two or three yeah and spread you know an hour spread throughout the day you keep taking fives yeah you can get a sub <laughs> then you don't have to be there the whole time but otherwise you have to be there well we can figure it out it could end up being a zoom could end up being whatever we're we're masters of our own destiny and no one has asked us mm. to do this so no no <laughs> so we're in charge of how it looks we order we're, what we're gonna do order takeout or someone's gonna cook or what i haven't thought that far could do it both we could cook and order takeout yeah we should have a ton of food yeah we got a bot in the chat but i can't i can't ban them and i so wish mm. i could mm, why not I don't know because when I go to the when I go to the Twitch page, I'm getting an error message. I don't know what the heck is happening. I've been trying to frame stuff recently. It's so expensive and annoying to frame things. Frames only come in a couple sizes. Yeah. At the store, but pictures are all kinds of sizes. Oh, it's so true. It's oh, so true. It's awful. Yeah. And where they come up with these frame sizes, I have no idea. Yes. Yeah, some cool guys. Yeah, the people doing who are it. making. The people who are making the pictures that I'm buying are not talking to the people who are making the frames, sister. No. Well, they there are some standard sizes like nine by twelve, eight and a half by eleven. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not a standard guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not standard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, my walls are looking freaky. Felipe, I don't uh, subscribe to that thing your your mom said about how all the pictures need to like start yeah, you know, from a straight line. I went to Sarah's house yesterday and I thought, oh, there these these pictures are not aligned and it looks fine. So I changed my mind. It looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mom was like, you need to you need to make an invisible line and all the pictures need to line up with the, their tops or their bottoms need to line up with the invisible line that you've made. But mm. I don't. 
Yeah, I don't know how important that is, really. That's random. Are you going to put the nude painting of yourself in your room, Sam? It's in the living room. No, I, I, I put it in the common space. I think a nude picture of myself in my room would give the wrong message to the person I was having sex with. I think so as well. It's not <laughs> something you want to have to explain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so now you yeah. can give send the wrong message to the people that me and Will are having sex with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When as they're watching their little pre-sex TV show. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and as, as they're having sex in the comments. Yeah. Exactly. You, then the explanation is this is our friend, naked. Yeah. And we love him. But we're gonna have to say. I know he looks hot in the picture, but his personality's bad, so don't fall in love with him more than you like me. Yeah. <laughs> his personality is dog shit. So I know he looks hot in the painting, but you don't you like me more. You're gonna like me more. Yeah, it's true. I'm a, I'm I am the athletic one, but I'm not as funny or smart as the others. Yeah. So Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Did your parents ever have pictures of you guys like naked around the house? Yeah. Like peeing into a stream or something? No way. I'm Sam, I'm sure, yeah. But. My my mom had these pictures of me where I one summer I found these these cherries, this cherry tree and when you put the cherries, squeeze them on your face and stuff, it looked like blood. And so I was really into putting the cherries on my body so it looked like blood and then arranging my body in various places in the house so it looked like I had been like I had died and been like that's funny how old were you it's very funny I was like probably seven and my mom thought it was so funny and she took pictures of me and she she would have these pictures up it was like this naked little boy that was like dead on the like carpet wait you were also naked so funny I was naked and my dad didn't like it he's like i don't like those pictures Hmm. i think he thought they were there it was like macabre Macabre. yeah jinx jinx yeah yeah but i think Mm. it's funny and cool i think it's funny yeah Yeah. and i think it's cool for a child to kind of experiment with death in that way yes yeah i remember i don't think there were pictures of me naked around my house but i remember going to my friend's house when we were like 10 maybe and it was me my friend and then a girl and he was really trying to kind of show like show off for the girl he was trying to be funny and like you could tell he liked her but then i was in his bathroom and i saw that all in the bathroom were all pictures of my friend and his brother as little kids naked and if you're like a grown-up if you're in your 20s you that's cute you don't care but if you're 10 years old and there's pictures of you naked in the bathroom and your crush is about to go into the bathroom it's humiliating humiliating that's weird they should have known that yeah well you know parents they embarrass their kids they love them so much but they don't know when they're embarrassing their kids yeah i i feel like i was embarrassed all the time as a little kid of just like things i had done six months or a year before so intensely embarrassed and i would throw away my journal from when I was seven, when I was eight, I threw that away. And like, <laughs> Leave no trace. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Shit like that that I was like, damn, if you had just waited like even like three more years, I think a 10 year old would even be like, oh, I was seven. This is sort of sweet, but I couldn't, I couldn't bear it. And so now I have so much like destroyed stuff um, that I wish I had. And I, I would like to go back and tell my child self that it's okay. You don't, ha- everything's going to be, it's going to continue being embarrassing like that forever. So you should just keep your stuff. Um, yeah. That's cute. Eight-year-old you was like, 
seven-year-old Sarah's cringe. Entry level, level yeah. one. <laughs> She's so shit. level yeah. one. <laughs> she doesn't get it. <laughs> totally without insight, without experience, naive in the extreme. All this yeah. stuff is so cliched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know nothing of what the world is really like. That's yeah. funny, though. I had a similar thing where I would, like, write things and I would immediately become embarrassed by them. I don't think every eight-year-old kid is, like, embarrassed by the things they make. Hmm. Yeah, I thought the shit I made was cool. Really? Yeah. Oh, I remember I trying my way. hand at poems. Well, this is later because it was like high school, but I remember trying my hand at poetry and being like, damn, I'm really good at poetry. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. That's funny. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but once when I was in elementary school, I wrote a poem and my mom always told me I was great at writing poems. So I wrote one and I gave it to her and I told her that my my friend Emma had written it and asked her what she thought about it. And she's like, oh, it's terrible. I don't like it at all. And I from then on was like, oh, you can't trust people you love giving you feedback. They're just going to gas you up. Wow. Like, yeah. Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You thought to do that sick little experiment. <laughs> why would my mom fall for that? It's so like, why would I have my friend's poem written in my handwriting? Kind of like, wow. <laughs> I don't know. This is strange, strange. But you thing. ran a little experiment on your parents. That's freaky. You yeah. came in with a lab coat and you were like, you turn this switch on a person in the other room will receive an electrocution <laughs> yeah. of 30 volts yeah and then you'll take these psychedelic drugs and i'll see what they do to you <laughs> have you done that sarah you wouldn't do that to like me or felipe right to you or felipe that stuff <laughs> No, I just know that if I think if I asked you for your real opinion about something that I made and I really insisted that you tell it to me that you would, even if it was kind of mean, I think, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Because you're you're kind of a, a no hold back friend yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's to me, like the, the uh, maybe we've talked about this before, but the greater insult is like not to give people criticism. It's because if you don't criticize them, it's almost as like... I think this is the best you can do and there's no point to me even saying, you know, that I think it's bad because that's just going to upset you and it's not going to get any better kind well, of thing. The, the bigger problem with that though is that there's never like one truth, you know, you're like, okay, tell me, tell me what you really think. And it's like, you can say a lot of different things. It's not as simple as this is bad or this is good, right? Like there are so many things that go into making work that it might not even be that helpful for me to say this is, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's true. Yeah. And a lot of things it's like, I, this doesn't do anything for me, but I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. for someone else. Yeah. And I really have no idea. Hmm. You ask, yeah. How do I make this better? Then they're forced, they're forced to sort of help you in your cause rather than be like, yeah, this is bad. Yeah. Or Seth has always advised that you're supposed to give feedback through asking a series of questions about intention. Yeah. Um, Why yeah. is this bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that seems hard to do. But you really have to kind of, yeah, third level that to arrive at the answer instead of just being like, I don't like this. Yeah. I feel like I've got if people have shown me stuff they made and they were like, what do you think? And then all I can say is like, yeah, it's fine. Just make another one. Like the way to make it better is just move on, make a new one and then see how you feel about that. You know, it's like mm-hmm. make five of these or something. Totally. Make five of these. Make five. That's what I you like say. It. Make five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make five more of these. Make five more. And talk <laughs> Have them to on me. my desk by Friday. <laughs> yeah. That's how you give real advice. 
Yeah. Maybe I'll spend the rest of the afternoon working on my first tweet that I'll launch tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I, I'm i curious, Sarah, what, are you still doing that album? Yes. And I've like really set the deadline to be done working with it to be the end of this month. I've just been so... Um, I'm a horrible follower of my own deadlines, so that's what it is. And I'm sending some version of it to my friend Hannah on Sunday, and I'm like, these are... You have to do these things now, now, because I think I told you this recently that it like, also I've been working on it long enough that I'm like ready to work on something else. And I'm like, well, you can't because you have to finish this. So finish it and then you can do whatever you want. That's good. Five more. Yeah. And yeah. then you have so much free time, Sarah. Yeah. You can just do whatever you want with. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Until I spend all my money and then I move home and yeah. that's the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last yeah. level of the video game. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can press the escape button and then you go go to back to menu and you can restart yeah mm -hmm. and do it with and do it with a magic build instead of a strength build yeah mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. if only we could do a magic build yeah i always wish i that i could go back and be in high school again but all my homework's already done and i just have to like show up and hang out during the day oh my god <laughs> yeah i was talking yeah. to to someone about this recently but we were trying to think of when was the time in our lives where we were most busy. Mm. And I think without question, it was high school. And it's totally. so funny because like, who cares? Totally. Like yeah. it seems so important then. And then in retrospect, it's like, this is uh, so dumb. Yes. Hi, like in high school is like, wow, that will be when I will have the most work I've ever had. Yes. You know? And it's crazy because the whole time they tell you that they're doing it to prepare you for what real life is like. And, and then it's, it's never that it's so, hard Real life ever is again. so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're always allowed to make excuses in real life and push back deadlines. And be and late like, to things yeah. and not do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And oftentimes there's no consequences. If, no consequences. If any. Yeah. If, no, if, sometimes if. people are happy because they also wanted to be late or miss the meeting or cancel. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to think about suffering so much because you haven't like read a chapter of bio or something like <laughs> it's so surreal yes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well what time are we at uh, we're at about an hour and a half i'd say yeah people people in the chat didn't uh oh they, they were they were just making little jokes and then i think we stopped encouraging them and then they and then they realized mm. this is not the uh, time i'm watching it on the on the twitch stream too and mine has just been like coming in and out like it suddenly says it's offline and then it's back i online. know mine too so maybe people can't even see so many people can't see i have no, no idea well final words guys i can't wait for sunday to do, get to do this again yeah me too yeah me too yeah i got a lot to look forward to yeah and it involves you too all right so life stick is around. really rich yeah 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 maybe we should just do an episode every day <laughs> <laughs> every yeah. day we do an eight-hour yeah. episode yeah no patreon that's like <laughs> That's what that's like the kind of baby brain thinking that's like you eat like a chocolate fondue yeah. and you're like this I could eat this yeah. for every meal. It's like it's like when you drink like the more drinks I have the more fun I'll have. Totally. Totally. I was Sarah, at your birthday party last night. I was drunk and I thought this is so much fun. 
Wow, you were acting really fun. <laughs> I was notably. having a great time. Notably, yeah, I was having was a great funny. time. Yeah, Wait, so relaxed last night. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like you were being, you know, you were being fun, but really fun. I thought Sam was being really fun. Well, I thought you were like cracking jokes and like you were leaning back and your legs were spread out yeah. really far. <laughs> yeah. 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 You had a really fun vibe that it was as if like you were there every night at that fire, like drinking a beer and like totally. yeah, spinning I felt like a, a tail. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was a dad on vacation and, yeah. and it was like the middle of summer, you know, yeah. and I'm in my own home. And I earned yeah. it, and I'm I'm not on the back porch, and I'm having a beer, you know. Yeah, totally. And I felt Caroline wasn't talking that much. I think just because she was really high. But I thought that was kind of funny because like Caroline's really my oldest friend there, and I was like, I kind of wanted to turn and whisper in her ear and be like, "Who are these people? What are we doing here?" <laughs> she wasn't saying that much, and there was a time when I wasn't saying that much, and I was like, "Oh, it's cool. It's like Sam, Sam's hanging out, and like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it was a funny, funny dynamic, but I had a great time." Me too. Me too. Uh, well, that's we have that to look forward to in a year. So sick. Yeah. So Sarah, stick around. All right. Yeah, I don't want to hang out at that. I don't want to hang out in your backyard until next winter. Yeah, I think that's right. I don't even want to. I don't special. even want to get near your backyard until next winter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Let's say uh, goodbye let's... to the Twitch. Bye. Raisin Man Arena.